Okay, that music gets me every time. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you are listening to this podcast. This is Todd Bauer, superintendent of the North Penn School District, coming at you with the Educating with Ease podcast. We tried to make this a little more authentic this time. So last time I brought in this fancy schmancy microphone. This time, bringing in the coffee cup. Um, so I'm hopeful that we got Mr. Gilmer a coffee cup. Let's bring in his theme music and his coffee cup. That foundation coffee cup, actually. North Penn Education Foundation. Great organization that contributes to our students and our staff and overall enriches and enhances the community. Bob, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I call this, uh, since we record this in the afternoon, typically, this is my secondary coffee. This is, ooh, thumbs up. I got a thumbs up out of nowhere. I didn't do that. I know. It's amazing. I love the thumbs (laughs) up. Anyway, I call this secondary coffee because it's in the afternoon. I don't usually drink coffee unless I need it. I tend to need a cup of coffee every afternoon to keep myself going. So that's my secondary cup of coffee today. So uh, the administrative professionals in the office over here, when they see me going for the afternoon cup, they're like, "Uh uh-oh. Oh, boy. Hasn't been a good day. (laughs) (laughs) So today uh, we are taping this on election day. And a lot of people don't realize that like – Election day is a stressful day for me. Like, I have nine bosses, Bob. Yes. And and five of them are up for election. <laughs> I am guaranteed to have one new boss because Dr. Wanda Lewis Campbell is not running. She's officially retiring. Um, so, and I'm going to miss her dearly. She's just a wonderful human being, and I've enjoyed working with her. So, I'll have at least one new boss when the, the results come out, but the potential for five. So, it's a stressful day. Correct. Correct. And it's always a busy day in general, too, with with our staff, because typically we have our our schools closed on an election day. That's not always, but typically. And so this is a good day for in-service training for all of our staff. And and today we had a massive in-service for all of our teaching staff and educational support staff uh, here at North Penn High School. Yeah. So we had a keynote speaker to kick things off. And it was really great. Just really positive message. Take care of yourself because you need to be at your best to take care of your kids. And the other, you know, the other message in there is get your coffee, coffee up there yep. when you need it. But the other message was really, you know what? There's a kid out there who needs you today. And you know what? The, you never know what they're bringing with them to the classroom. Uh, so be patient, be kind, be compassionate um, and just really bring the energy every day because the job is hard. Right. And there are a lot of things beyond our control. And there are a lot of things that are beyond the control of administration and superintendents as well. You know, the mandates from the state and federal levels and all the things that we have to do and all the keeping up with test scores and, and so on and so forth. But um, really good message. And then the, there were workshops about wellness and staying fit and healthy. And there were things like kickboxing and basketball, meditation. There was uh, presenters about proper sleep. Uh, caring for certain types of children and, you know, certain um, uh, immigrant children there were sessions on. And it was just a really uh, profound, professional and exciting opportunity for the staff. So really grateful for everyone, all the community leaders who came in and presented to the staff. And then, of course, our own professionals who presented to their colleagues. Just overall great morning. So, Bob, let's talk about let's switch gears here. Let's talk about the analytics on the show itself. Um, We're doing we're doing well. So. Our very first week we did this all the way back in September, mid-September there with Stephanie Hannon Inglewood, our debut episode, total all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, all the platforms. 
843 listens on that on that first week. Okay, that's a good start. 843. Last week with Chris Fry. I'm sorry, Marie Kim was last week. We are up to 2,404 listens for all those platforms. Bob, this thing is getting legs. Oh, we're taking off. Yeah, you I and I. We need to work here anymore. We could just do this. Right. If this continues, Bob. Because we're bringing in so much advertising money. Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't. I was wondering if our sponsors would <laughs> renew this contract, but I'm starting to think you and I will get completely different contracts. That's it. We got to renegotiate everything. <laughs> All right. By the way, we have zero sponsors. But if you're a listener, <laughs> if you're a listener and you are interested in us giving like a live read or advertising during this podcast, we will be happy to take your donation, and that donation will undoubtedly go, go to. towards the North Penn Education Foundation, as featured on Bob's Coffee Cup. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'd be happy to support local businesses and individuals if you would like. So reach out. We'd be happy to pause for things other than station identification. Hold on. WNPV Lansdale. There it is. Oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Wildest dreams come true again. All right. So the ratings have gone up. We have nearly tripled the listening, viewership, whatever, which is great. In what, four episodes? Is this our four. fourth? Or fifth? This is the fifth. This is the fifth episode. But since we're running such a professional operation here, <laughs> I said, hey, we need some clickbait. We need someone who is going to get the listeners coming. More than 2,000. And whose name rose straight to the top? Ready? One of the most popular teachers in the North Penn School District. When you mention this individual's name, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I love that guy. Ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to introduce to you the physical and health education extraordinaire from Walton Farm Elementary School, Mr. Fred Irvin. Bring him in, Bob. Let's play his music. There it is, his music. Oh, look at this guy. Hey, Fred, how are you, sir? It is it is clickbait, huh? This guy, clickbait? I don't know how that happened. I the... don't know either. That's a lot of pressure. That's this hat is too much for me to credit. <laughs> it's uh, how I'm feeling at the moment. Uh, so, Fred, I've been told time and time again, and every time I come over to Walton Farm, I can feel why Mr. Irvin is a beloved character and professional here in North Penn. So tell us about yourself uh, and your role over there at Walton Farm. Fred Irvin, elementary phys ed teacher. I love what I do. I've been here at Walton Farm for it's my 25th year, wow. which is it's pretty darn cool. Um, I, every day when that school bus gets dropped off, those doors open. There is your energy for what you do every day. It doesn't matter what happened the night before if you're tired or you something else is going on. The moment those doors open you are hit with, it's like an electric eel. The energy from the kids is just what fires you up. So I've been able to do, and luckily for 25 years here at Walton Farm, uh, I am a 1987 graduate of North Penn High School. Woo-hoo! 87. Um, so it's been quite a while. Um, I, I love it around here. I grew up here. I moved up here from Philadelphia in seventh grade. I remember specifically driving up 40 foot road for the first time, heading to Penfield to take placement tests for North Penn school district and looking to my left and seeing a cow, a live cow for the first time. That's like one of those moments where you go, all right, this isn't Philadelphia anymore. And I've landed 
landed on my feet up here. I love it. I've, I've, I've met so many wonderful people in the area. Uh, I've raised my family around here and um, out towards uh, Spring Mountain. I, I just I just love the area, and um, I think we'll be around for a little bit longer. Well, I remember uh, you probably don't because every morning is exciting for you, I'm sure. But I came over to Walton Farm, I, I think it was a morning last year or two, and I'm out at parent drop-off slash bus drop-off with you. And I'm just like, Mr. Irvin, what's going on? How we? And you, I said, how you doing? You said, look at this. How could I not be great? Right. That and yeah, Bob and absolutely. I were, yeah. Bob and I were just talking about that was the message today. But really, the fact that you bring that kind of energy to start kids days is pretty exceptional and exciting. So and it's you. reciprocated. So it's kind of it's it's awesome. I need it just as much as they do. So yeah, that's great. Well, you mentioned your family. Tell us a little bit about you said you raised your kids in this area. So tell us about your kids and family. Yeah. So uh, my beautiful, smart wife is a teacher in Boyertown Area School District. She's on her 29th year. Uh, I have a son, Jacob, who is 25, graduated from Purdue and now works for Corporate Wawa. Proud dad. My daughter just graduated from Indiana University out in Bloomington uh, and is searching currently for a job right now. So does she want uh, to be a teacher? She does not want to be a teacher. Oh, okay. uh, she is more into the um, the arts and okay. architecture. Uh, so hopefully she'll be able to land a job uh, somewhere in that field because uh, she's going to be really good at it. So, Well, interesting. We, we might have some connections with architecture because I'm not sure if you've heard or not, but we're having a fairly significant renovation <laughs> at uh, North Bend High School. <laughs> Have you heard that, Fred? I have heard that. Okay. Wonderful segue. Interesting. Yeah. Now let's um, let's talk a little bit about what you believe makes Walton Farm a special place. Why is it the best of the thirteen elementary schools? Each elementary school has their uniqueness. Mm -hmm. So each school would probably claim that theirs is the best. But I don't belong to any of those other 12 schools, so I can firmly say that Walton Farm is the best because of the people that work here. Um, we've got some characters here, i got to tell you. There are some characters that work hard, but they also enjoy themselves. And I think one of the biggest things is their ability to – you need something, there's five people there to help you. Right. And you don't have to ask twice. Um, it could be something small like, hey, can anybody cover my bus duty? And all of a sudden you see 20 responses in the next 30 seconds. Uh, that's something simple. But uh, the staff, just from sharing ideas to the camaraderie, to the goofiness that we have last week, uh, um, Stacy Mosley put together a, a – rock, paper, scissors tournament for the staff uh, that they could play throughout the week and earn beads to keep track of score. And it's just those types of moments and being around people that, yes, have a tough job, but also know the value of smiling, having fun. If we're going to be with each other for eight or nine hours a day, you got to find some common ground and some enjoyment. So what makes Walton Farm the best elementary school? I'm going to have to say it, it, it's it's the staff. It's a very unique place. 
That's really great. How are things going with that new principal over there? He was a guest on Education. I heard. And you know what? Was it the Vavuzel? I had Uh, one as well I was going to bring today after listening to his podcast, but he did a nice job with it, so it's all good. No, he is is doing outstanding here. It's good to see someone with a smile on his face. Um, And I don't have to say, my first impression is he is a no-panic type of leader, and I think that's that's reassuring to staff members. Like there just doesn't seem to be any panic in his decision-making. It's thoughtful. It it asks the major players involved. And that's probably one of the things that I enjoy the most. He brings a calmness without a doubt. Got it. All right. Let's, let's bring uh, Bob Gilmer back in. Because if they. You said Dan Mina. I'm like, that's all I could. That's always in my head. And I'm I think saying, that's Zayla or something like Buzayla? that. That's how you say yeah, it. I was yeah, saying I it wrong know. the whole time. <laughs> I think we've been all saying it wrong the whole time. I can't say so. it. Sorry. Anyway, crack me up. <laughs> all right. So if I'm there's someone, it's a little hot. Oh, please. If there is someone who gets more stressed out and is more intense over Eagles games than I am, it's Bob Gilmer. Uh, Fred, you're born and bred in Philadelphia. You say, are are you a Philadelphia sports fan? I am a five for five. Oh, okay. Is that the union? union? Don't forget about the union. Ooh, yeah. I am five for five, but I am not one of those in-game hotheads, I would say. I, I, I'm i emotional inside. A lot of times I won't sit when I'm watching the game at home. Uh, however, I, I like to kind of go at it as like an analytical kind of thing. And win or lose, if there was effort, I mean, those guys – no more than I do. So how can I be that armchair quarterback? I know it's fun to do when you're yeah. sitting around and talking with your friends, but during the game, nah, a little, a little more quiet when I watch the game. I I appreciate that. I am the hottest of hotheads, <laughs> and I am not the guy that says they should have, they should have, they should have. I'm just the emotions are so high and then so low, and then like this last game with Dallas we had, right? It was that, crazy. That last drive where I'm like, I think the Philadelphia Eagles sell AEDs and they're trying to sell them in the Philadelphia market. <laughs> so for me, I am definitely that, woo, I'm all over the place. And then, uh, and I always say this, you know, the Super Bowl, how did I feel at the end of the Super Bowl? It was not elation or celebration. Relief. Or relief. Absolute, like, Okay. <laughs> I'm you're talking. Sorry. You're talking 2018, not 2023. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, no, that no, no, no. That, that one ago. is the the opposite of that. It was not. You know, <laughs> when that Super Bowl ended, like this past one, I was standing there, and you remember Jalen Hurts threw a terrible hail mary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if his arm got hit or whatever, but I'm standing there. It's late. We've worked the next day, and I watched that ball hit the ground. I turned the TV off, went upstairs, went to bed. Like it was over. Like <laughs> I didn't talk about it. I didn't listen to any of my podcasts or sports nope. talk radio for weeks. Uh, it still hurts a little bit to talk about it. So let's move on. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, we were t- there was something that came up like, I don't even want to talk about it. Wait for a new yeah. season. I'll talk about new season on day well, one. We <laughs> now. New season and they're rolling. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they are rolling. And as are the Sixers. And, you know, if, if you need to talk about the impacts of a coach and we can relate that to the impacts of a teacher um, or a great principal or whatever it is. Or a great phys ed teacher. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, like a totally different team. Right. They're they're fast. Their defense is intense. They're moving the ball. They look really good. And I know it's early and they're six games in, but five and one, they look like a different team. So I'm excited about it. All right. Let's go to go ahead, Fred. You were going to say something. No, I was just going to say it's actually quite refreshing to watch them right now. Uh, it's like a cloud has been lifted 
And now it's more of, I don't know, it just seems more like a team. I don't, addition through subtraction, I guess. Let's just not say <laughs> names, but maybe that's what happened. But it might be a guy who's participating in No Shave November, like, like me. Ooh. We're working on it here. We're working on it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Bob, cue the music for one of our two infamous segments. You pick which one. Oh, you know what that sound is? That's our small wins. It's time for small wins. All right. I think I went last the last two times. I think we need to offer Fred first or last. I say first. Wait, what is he thinking? He's thinking. First, let's go. Okay. First, he's yeah, give us a small win, Mr. Urban. Small win, not school related. It would have to be probably something we kind of touched on was the last Eagles game. It is a Dallas week, and to most people, it's a big deal. You might find some occasional people that are in the clouds, but. To, to be able to stop them on the six-inch line and then have them miss a two-point conversion, and then we stop them on the final drive of the game, uh, to me, that's gratis, gratifying. A lot of people will say, oh, well, they almost lost because of this, this, and this. I'm just the opposite. A W is a W. I'll take the small win. Which really, I guess, has turned into it's a huge a big W. <laughs> yeah. so, technicality, That's but great, let's, we'll leave it at that. Great, great answer. And I'm going to leave you with this very philosophical question that I read on social media following that game. So that play you're talking about where they stopped him on like the six-inch line, right? If that was on the sideline and he was tapping his toes on the ground, right, they would say that you need to complete – the process of going to the ground to maintain possession for it to be a catch, right? That, that That's so if you tap your toes and you're falling to the ground and the ball's moving, but did you maintain possession? Fine. Well, this guy catches the ball is going down a knee touches. And as he's falling, he falls into the end zone. So he hasn't completed the process of going to the ground, but we say he's down. You know, it's very weird, like dichotomy there. It's like interesting thought, <laughs> Things that make you go, he's down he's not in the end zone doesn't matter story over no need to dissect no need yeah right, i was i was gonna say the same thing you know what let's just move past it was a tackle six yard line that's very interesting though on a different spot of the field <laughs> right um, anyway, think. moving on think. all right eagles win that small win i'm gonna go next bob go. all right this is a silly one but I asked my kids the other day, what, do you, what are the things that you think brings dad joy? What are the things that make me happy? Aside from my family, of course. And they said the following. Skiing. My Traeger, I love to cook on the grill. And my dog. So I'm a very simple person. I like to ski, I like to make things on the grill, and I like my dog. So every morning, the dog and I like have a moment and it's a very small thing, but bring the dog down, take the dog out, do all these things. I get up super early. It's before 5 o'clock. Feed the dog. Give the dog his medicine. He's epileptic, so he needs medicine every 12 hours. And I go to put my shoes on, and when he's done eating his breakfast, he comes over, and I'm, like, sitting on the couch tying my shoes because I'm going to work out. And he comes over and gives me a kiss. And it's, like, the most precious moment, a great way to start the day. You know, the dog's, like, coming over saying, have a good day, Dad. 
Thanks for, thanks for the food this morning. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking about all the meetings I have that day and all the stress that's coming in the next 12 hours. And a dog comes over and gives me a little kiss and says, have a good day. And it's a small win, but it's meaningful to me. So there you go. That's my small win. All right. Well done. I like it. So I was struggling with my small win. I was thinking about this today. And then I, and I, and, and this is not, I'm not throwing it away, but it was really nice to see everybody. And I get around and I bounce to buildings and whatnot. But when everybody comes here, it's awesome because I'm usually trucking up and down the hallway back and forth to the auditorium. And everybody comes into the same place. So I get to see a lot of people. So I'm like, small win. I get to see a lot of people today, which is good. But that's not my one. I realized, so I, I, I'm aging up there. So I'm class 89 there, Fred. Uh, so uh, I'm not calling you old, but um, glasses are in my life now. They didn't used to be. And I got contacts for the first time on uh, Thursday. So I was able to successfully put them in and out of my eyes on Thursday. Failed on Friday morning. So I was like there for like 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm done. Saturday, contacts in, no help. And then at the end of the night, also no help. Nobody looking at whether or not I still have contacts in my eyes. Came out. So my small win was at least one day by myself. I put contacts in and out. you notice I don't have them on today. Not a small win today, because <laughs> I was poking my eye. Then I'm like, I'm done. So I give myself 10 minutes on the contacts till I'm done. I'm not, I'm not a pro yet. Uh, but, but I enjoyed not having to wear glasses to see and walk the dog and be outside and not have everything be blurry. It was a small win for me. That is great, Bob. You, you will get the hang of it, that's for sure. I actually had, I don't know if you, you know this, I think, but I had LASIK surgery. So I used to wear contacts all the time. So as I'm poking my eye this morning, I'm like, I, and if anybody knows me, they know how squeamish I am about anything needles, surgery, blood related. So I can't even imagine LASIK. But this morning I'm like, maybe, maybe instead of this poking myself in the eye, I need to explore some LASIK, but I, I, I'm not there yet. I'll, I'm passing out thinking about it right now. So, <laughs> it's on so my list. Bob, so Bob walks down the hallway and winks. It's just his contacts, everybody. <laughs> it's flying just out to of let my you eye. know. Put it out there. <laughs> it's just All right. His contacts. We have another segment to run past, Mister. All right, here we go. Listen, listen, listen. That is so soothing. That theme. Yes, love it. Love it. It is Doctor Bauer eats local eats. There you go. I cut you All off. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, so mine is pretty simple. I went for breakfast the other day with my son at a new establishment in Harleysville. Um, it is called Peeps Diner. Peeps Diner. It's right there on Main Street where Country Garden used to be. Uh, but now it's next to the Razor's Edge, Moliteer's Barbershop, and the Dry Cleaner. It's in between. Tiny little place. Maybe 10 tables. Um, but Peeps Diner, very good, very affordable, and very efficient service. So I give it two thumbs up. Peeps Diner. Boop, boop. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sound effects. I love it. Yeah. So I'm going to say I'm going to go next here with the diner uh, piece because that's where I was at. Uh, I'm a breakfast guy. I love I love breakfast. And so locally, local eats here, I hit the West Main Diner almost every Sunday. And that's uh, if I'm going to confer or meet with somebody or whatever that's off hours that's where i'm going um so i'll give a shout out to west main it's a solid diner breakfast and uh the, the staff there is amazing so good folks there and and what's great is you, know, you go to a diner enough as soon as i sit down they know i want my coffee they know I want my water it's already coming out as i'm sitting down so west main that's my shout out got it all right mr Irvin. you stole my thunder i was gonna say west main 
<laughs> I guess we ruined this segment. Um, <laughs> no, mine would be definitely be uh, local. Let's see. The Mill in Coltsville. Ah, oh, good call. The Mill in Coltsville. Good food. Uh, I, I love I love the building itself because it just... When you go in, you see the pictures on the wall of of Culpsville back in the early 1900s. As you were driving, turning left on 40 foot, <laughs> yeah. see the cow for the first time. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, I grew up in Tolmanson in Culpsville, and that place used to be a a sandwich shop, uh, shop um, uh, the sandwich mill. But I can't remember the name. I think there was somebody's last name or first name. Prior to Sandwich Mill. So we're going to have to research that after this and then get back to you. But the mill is my little spot. So that's another opportunity for anybody listening or watching on Facebook to give us feedback. Somebody out there knows the this answer. So drop it in the comments here so we can get that answer. Uh, and we're going to go back. That's probably when it was somebody's name, Sandwich Mill. It's probably like yes. 25 years ago or so, right? Maybe even more because I think it just I, I think they got rid of the name turned it into Sandwich Mill. So it might even been a name that was standalone. All right, somebody out there. Or Sandwich Mill. Bob, I think this this is worthy of a prize. So whoever sends us an email or message on social media, who's Sandwich Mill? Uh, A prize from Educating with Ease podcast. All right. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, Mr. Irvin, thanks so much for your time. I know it's a busy day. It's a professional development day. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, but more importantly, appreciate all that you do to make kids' lives better and the lives of your colleagues better with that energy um, and positivity. So thank you for joining us. Awesome. Thank you all. And don't forget, take care and brush your hair. That's how we're signing off. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, right, Mr. Gilmer, anything else for the good of the group here? So uh, you brought it up, and I know we're trying to keep it out of there, but uh, I just wanted to kind of, there's a a comment I heard today. Um, We were talking renovation here because a lot of people were here, uh, the high school Mm -hmm. renovation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you haven't heard already, we have a referendum coming up on January 16th, 2024. And uh, it's a big it's a big vote for the community. And one of the things I was asking was, you know, like, what what kind of information aren't you hearing that you need to, to hear from us or what kinds of questions yeah. uh, that are out there? And uh, everybody's always nice. Like, oh, you guys are doing a great job. I'm like, that's great. I, <laughs> I need to know. I need to know, uh, you know, what it is that people need, because sometimes you don't know because we're in it all the time. And um and they said, I'm talking to my neighbor and I was talking to a member of our facility staff here at the high school. And he said, look, I'm talking to my neighbors about this, how important it is. And it was interesting to me that that he had said, you know, 50 years ago, people in our community made a decision for my kids. I didn't have kids yet. And they made a decision to create this building in 1971. And they made a decision, even though it didn't impact them at the time. Uh, that for my kids, they made a decision to make sure this community had a quality school for everybody here. And he doesn't have kids in the community any, or in the schools anymore. And he goes, and it's my turn to make sure that the, the next 30 years or so that our kids in our community have an opportunity to have a, a facility that, that meets the standard that, that North Penn has become known for. And I thought, well, that's really reflective. And it was, it was awesome to hear. And uh, we were just talking about the information and different pieces here. So what I say here is like, 
if there is a question you have, and it's one of these things we keep doing it, we have all these opportunities for people to send us a question. And yeah. if you need something answered, we have tours. We have, you can, you can send a question through our website. Uh, you can go through all the presentations and all the materials, but it's really important I, to me as a lifelong resident and a North Penn grad and uh, passionate about what we do here is that people just know what they're voting on and know what the referendum is and what a yes vote means and what a no vote means. And that's my, my ask is that a vote, but, but get the info and ask questions. So you know exactly what it is you're voting on. Uh, so you, you go into that booth knowing exactly what you want to see for this community for the next 30 years. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Bob. And it is, there are no secrets, right? Like we keep saying informed voters, so we want people to do the responsible thing. And certainly we will come to you. We will reach out. We will attend meetings. We will all these things, right? It is go, go, go for the next two months. It's, it's literally like two months, two right? months in a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we will do our part. I promise you that. But if you have questions, just ask. Just ask. It's that simple. Uh, don't take the, the person's expertise who's like, well, I think or I heard or maybe just ask. And this can be a great format for us to answer those questions. Happy to do it on Facebook. Happy to do it at board meetings. I will answer any question. I will pick up the phone and call you. But Anytime, please, anywhere, uh, any format. Just ask. Yeah. Uh, it is that, that important. So there are a lot of things out there. There are no conspiracies. It is no one's objective uh, to deceive or mislead. It is to put it all out there. And this is what a yes is. This is what a no is. This is how it works. You know, there are conversations out there about there was no bid for this. That, that's hogwash. That's not true. <laughs> right. It's there, there is no bid yet. It's not going to happen for like two years. Right. There was an RFP process for picking an architect. And there's been all kinds of hundreds of people at this point involved in what are we looking for? What do we want? How's this going to look? Uh, where are things going to be? How's it going to be oriented? Um, so it's been a very thorough process over the last several years. And if there are questions remaining, it is my objective and the team here's objective to answer every last one of them. So if you haven't checked it out, reimaginempHS.org. Correct. That, that is correct. ReimaginempHS.org. Everything is at every meeting. Bob, you even shared with me that you have a clip. I think you said from 1996. 96. Of a former board, pre-K-Pod and pre-New Natatorium, Ricardo Natatorium, where they said, look, whether we build a second high school or whether we put on a new addition in the front of the building, the old building must be renovated now. It's time now. That was in 1996, right. and it still hasn't happened. It still crazy. hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> What's you crazy should. is I was there when that comment was made and we're recording that board meeting. That's crazy too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it's, it's uh, 27 years ago, right? If I'm, if you're the math, good, good 27 math. years ago. Um, and it's, uh, it's just one of those conversations. So that's, you know, when we look at the referendum, you know, what a yes is, what a no is, we're doing something for sure. And it's really deciding how we're going to use our, our funds that are available to us, those types of things um, to, do, to make those decisions. And it is 100 percent the North Penn community's uh, decision to make. And when they make it, that's going to be what we're doing for the next 30. Right. For sure. And uh, that's why I keep going. Just just ask the questions and, and go through the materials. And I'm trying to make things smaller and smaller and smaller. So it's digestible for for moments and whatnot, because sometimes, you know, an hour 30 board meeting, 
might be a little rough to get through, but getting sure. to, to different points to, uh, so people can see the information. But we'll certainly, like I said, any chance we get. So make your comments here. I think somebody's calling now with a question. They have a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just lied. I said I would take any question anytime, and I just I diverted the call. But uh, anyway, that, I just wanted to bring that up just to make sure people are are reaching out to us using this format to uh, to ask questions. Uh, we also do the, like the after school board meeting superintendent live. Uh, there's just tons of opportunities to reach out to us in, in all the formats. So make sure you take that opportunity to to know what's going on, to make sure you vote on January 16th. And uh, it's not the last time you're going to hear that from us. And we'll just go from there. <laughs> you got it. So, Bob, let's let's cue the music. I hear it. Let's close this out. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Educating with Ease. Special thank you to Fred Irvin and all the great people in the North Penn School District. We appreciate you listening. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, on YouTube. You can follow whatever it is. Please keep watching. Tell all your friends. Mr. Irvin, he's a popular guy. We need we need that clickbait. I hope he's uh, he watches this full episode. I think I think he's I think he's going to bring the heat here. So I think it's good. I can't wait to say the numbers next time. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Take care and we'll see you real soon. Take care, everybody.